worst case scenario, what if you don't have a power of attorney and then something happens where you're not able to make decisions on, on your own behalf? Well, then your loved ones have to actually go through what's called the guardianship process. They have to actually petition the courts to appoint a guardian, which is, it's basically just like a power of attorney, but it's a court appointed power of attorney. The problem with guardianships is it's time consuming. They usually take a couple months at least, especially with the virus now, it's taking even longer. It's costly. You know, anytime you're dealing with something that's time consuming and involves the courts and lawyers, it's gonna be, it's gonna be costly. Um, our average guardianship costs about $5,000, just to give you guys an idea. And at the end of the day, it's up to the judge to appoint who's gonna be making decisions on your behalf. It may or may not be who you would want to make decisions for. So we highly recommend that you, you know, you take the time, put those documents in place now. It's, it's much easier on your loved ones. You have a plan in place then, um, and you get to make that decision. You know, you get to actually exercise your rights to make those decisions. If I may, I'll just give another I, um, scenario why powers of attorney are so important. Mm -hmm. And I should say, not just a power of attorney, a good power of attorney. So most of you here probably have a power of attorney in place, um, but is it good enough? So as we go through different stages in our lives, different things might be relevant. As Jenna mentioned, we never know when the crisis is going to hit. We don't know who's going to get sick first. We don't know what that sickness is going to look like. And we don't know who's going to die first. You know, we're living longer lives now with all the med medicine advances, um, but we're not necessarily living very healthy lives. So that means we're living in some sort of nursing home or personal care home or needing caregivers for a longer period of time. So it's really important is and how it's relevant with the power of attorney is because your power of attorney has to allow your agent to do certain things on your behalf for Jenna and I to be able to do a really good job to preserve assets if that's what your goal is. Now, everybody has different goals. Everybody has different ideas what long-term care looks like for them. But I would go out on a limb and say, anybody here is married, they want to make sure that if they get sick and need care, that their spouse never is fearful of becoming impoverished, losing their house, not having enough income to sustain their life. And that all starts with a good power of attorney. Your powers of attorney. So I want you all to do a little homework tonight. So after we're done, if you have a power of attorney, I want you to pull it out. And I want you to make sure that it says that your agent has the ability to make unlimited gifts. And it actually has to say unlimited gifts. If it says limited gifts, it's not good enough. If it says gifts, it's not good enough. It has to say unlimited. Even in a spousal situation, if you have assets that you own with your spouse, if they're joint, we can't shift things back and forth between spouses to protect those assets. Unless, if you have the capacity to do it, you can certainly do it. But if you don't, and we need that power of attorney to jump in, we're really limited. And that's when that guardianship comes into play. So a simple really good power of attorney can save you, your spouse, your children, whoever it may be, thousands and thousands of dollars. So let's say your loved one's in a nursing home, doesn't have capacity. You call us. 
we can't sign a new power of attorney. Their power of attorney is not good enough. So we have to go through that guardianship process. So we might be looking at three or four months till we get the hearing. Um, so that's three or four months. You might be private paying at the nursing home where we could have sheltered those assets for the spouse or the children. So we lose a lot of time, which means we lose a lot of assets. By now, you can just, right now, you can just look at those documents and see, does it say that your agent has the ability to make unlimited gifts? If you have a financial power of attorney or just a general durable power of attorney, and it's about three or four pages long, you definitely want to have that reviewed. Um, we actually, if you set up an appointment, Kristen and I would review that for you for free just to see if there's any updates that are necessary. I can guarantee you that if you have a financial power of attorney that's about three or four pages long, there's probably going to need, it's probably going to need updated. Um, because what happened was the laws actually changed in about 2015. And the laws now say that if it's not specifically written out in that power of attorney that the person can do something on your behalf, then they're not allowed to do it. So that's why our financial power of attorney has gotten so long is because we want to make sure that if you trust this person enough to, to appoint them as your power of attorney, that they're able to step into your shoes and do whatever they need to, to protect you and protect your assets. So that's, that's something you should keep in mind as well. If you have a shorter power of attorney, maybe have that reviewed just to make sure that nothing's being missed. 